Wonder Boy. Showtime. Post-fight thoughts. Dun-dun-dun! Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor.fm, and of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So, it was a stunning, stunning, stunning upset from Showtime Pettis, knocking out Wonderboy Thompson in the second round. Beyond that, we can go over what happened, you know, how, how it played out, what he got hit with, this, that, and the other. Anybody that saw it, you know, it was pretty much a Superman punch. A lot of people thought it came off the cage any which way. It just landed it and knocked him out basically cold one punch. But beyond that, uh, one of my good friends, Mark Crowley, and I were having a discussion online about what, what we saw going on during the fight. He posted, I think it was after the first round on social media that he was buying back his Wonderboy Thompson bat and was playing Pettis because he thought that Pettis was going to win the fight. Ultimately, it came true. 100% correct. The um, disagreement came about what he saw versus what I saw. So I thought I'd do a post-fight podcast, let you guys know what we were talking about, and then you can go ahead and decide if you saw it his way, my way, neutral, no way, whatever the case. If you picked Pettis from the start, whatever the case. So his argument was that after the first round, he saw Pettis being able to close the distance and not have to really worry about what Wonder Boy was throwing back at him, that he was able to absorb everything, you know, fairly well, and that he could see that Wonder Boy wasn't going to be able to keep Pettis off of him all night. And so he thought that he saw that that fire in his eyes, you know, the determination, and then coupled with his game plan of coming forward, being able to close the distance, which a lot of people have trouble doing, that it was only a matter of time before Pettis was able to get to him. In my opinion, I saw a Wonderboy Thompson that was absolutely dominating the entire fight. So we're on big ends of the spectrum here. I saw a guy that was picking apart a guy that came forward with his hands up, had bloodied his nose, and had pretty much dictated where he wanted to fight, when he wanted to fight, how long he wanted to fight, and if he wanted to move, he moved. If he wanted to stand, he stand. If he wanted to press, he pressed. And that's how I was seeing it. I don't want to call what Pettis did a lucky punch. In layman's terms, a lot of people who don't bat, a lot of people maybe who are casuals would definitely, in my opinion, call this a lucky punch. A fight that he was losing comes back with one punch and knocks the guys out. You see that a lot. In my opinion, it just happens. It's I don't want to call it a lucky punch because he has to throw the punch has to be the right timing, it has to land, it has to hit that sweet spot, so I don't want to be disrespectful and say it was a lucky punch, but what I'm saying is I don't believe there was any grand game plan here, I believe that Pettis had zero answers for what Wonderboy was doing in the first round and most of the second round, I think it was 10 seconds, 5 seconds left in the in the second round, so over 2 rounds I believe that he had no answer, he was leaking blood, I thought he was getting picked apart on the feet, He was having trouble breathing, his mouth was open, and I don't think it was going to get better for him. Honestly, I didn't see anything from Pettis, and this is the difference between me and Mark. I didn't see anything 
from Pettis in that first round or the second round up until the stoppage that remotely suggested to me that he had an answer for Wonderboy. Or if you want to go a little bit deeper, that he was even um, as good as Wonderboy. Everything Wonderboy wanted to do, he pretty much did. And then uh, another argument was Mark of Marks was that while he was able to press a pace, he was able to close the distance. And my rebuttal to that was, I don't think Wonderboy cared. Honestly, because at the time of the knockout, go back and watch it. It was Wonderboy who was going forward. It was Wonderboy who was pressing the fight. And then Pettis leapt off the cage or leapt forward and hit him with a shot that knocked him out. Again, MMA, boxing, combat sports, it happens. So we're not disputing that he he made the right call when he bought back his Thompson bat. We're not disputing that it was a stunning, you know, beautiful knockout, one-punch knockout, none of that. It's just basically what he saw and what I saw. Again, I'm not going to call it lucky, but I just think it was a case where it was a guy that was losing that landed a punch that knocked the other guy out. I don't think it was any skillful tactics. I don't think Pettis is better than Wonder Boy. I don't think Pettis showed even glimpses of being able to control the fight. If that round had ended, I would have had it 2-0. I think most people would have had it 2-0 Wonder Boy Thompson. And so the the dispute was in the third round, had that round happened, would I have said, oh, I see something in Pettis or I see something in Wonder Boy. The tide has changed and I just didn't see it. Had that had that punch not landed and we go into the third round, I'm expecting round three. I'm expecting round four. I'm expecting round five to all look the same. In fact, I think it would have been harder for Pettis as the rounds went on because that jab was just busting his nose to pieces. The blood was flowing. His mouth was open. He was having trouble breathing. And I just don't see how it would have got better. Now, I will say this. There are lots of times in fights where I see something that other people don't see. So I 100% get where Mark is coming from. 100%. Whether it's the guy that's supposed to win the fight or the guy that's supposed to lose the fight or the guy that's winning the fight or the guy that's losing the fight. Sometimes you see shit that other people don't see. And that could just be the case here. I mean, you can't dispute what Mark said because he said it before the knockout happened. It's not like I see a lot of people on social media talking about, I told you don't sleep on Pettis. I never heard any of that. I never heard any of it. I never saw it. Maybe they did, but I didn't see it. But with Mark, I know he's legitimate. And I did. I actually saw his uh, tweet before uh, the knockout shot shot happened so I know it was legitimate I know he posted it I know that 100% he was right on the right call and whatever he saw it ended up happening I'm just saying we we don't dispute the result obviously you can't dispute the result that Pettis pulled it and, and did it but I'm just saying he pulled it out of his ass where uh, Mark is saying it was kind of, I don't want to speak for him. Like I, I should have him on the podcast really, but w- because I don't record on anchor anymore, it's a little more difficult because I do this off my local computer. I'm able to use a, a computer program and just record it. And then I upload it, which uh, takes long enough. And then it just goes up to YouTube. You guys can listen to it or I upload it to anchor. But before when I uploaded on the anchor, it was easier because they have a, method where you can connect with other people and then do almost like a a group 
chat, a group call, and then it can record. And then so we can go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But like I told you guys, when I set up this podcast, I really didn't set it up for any like monetary reasons or even if it became widely popular or monetization on YouTube or ad revenue off of Anchor, which they offer now where like I could be like, uh, yes, buy my white underwear from underwear.com and you will look just like me and have a big giant penis sponsored by whiteunderwear.com you can do all that stuff in there and i just i just haven't it's not really a big deal to me like i said i don't really do it for that so i haven't looked into honestly all the features and all the different things you can do and originally when i was doing it off anchor it was awesome it was easy it was quick and then their website started screwing up and they were losing my recordings and i was having to go back and do the whole thing over again Sometimes they're short, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Other times I was doing an hour, 40 minutes, 45 minutes. And then you see it, it's, it's cut off. They were giving me an hour limit. I believe it was cut off with no notification. So if I went longer than that, I didn't even know that it had, it had stopped recording. So there was a whole bunch of bullshit. And finally, I just said, screw this. I'll throw it up on Anchor because obviously it's a platform that goes out to a lot of different podcasts apple Podcasts, google podcast all these different podcasts and i believe anchor was bought by spotify or vice versa but somehow anchor and spotify are tied together so obviously i'm going to use it i do upload all the podcasts to it and it's a great way to distribute the podcast but as far as like bringing on guests and talking to people i would love to do that but at the same time like in all honesty like it's got to be worth my time it's got to be worthwhile it's got to be easy enough that I can do it and not through jump through a whole bunch of hoops because remember that's not why I started the podcast I don't mind uh, disagreements even with Mark like I know he knows like it's no sweat off my back should be no sweat off his back most of the time we agree and sometimes we disagree but it's never like a hateful disagreement or you know oh you disagree with me so I'm never gonna talk to you again and block you and unfollow you that's really not the type person I am it's only the people that are really out there and like troll 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 like I told you I'm Bruce Buffer's troll so really he should block me so he's got a lot more patience than I do but so if it was something like that that I could eventually do in the future like I said who knows where this thing goes I really just did this because a perfect example is like when I was talking to Mark about this specific fight on social media it's very difficult in all honesty it's very difficult to go back and forth in that type of format and then you're trying to convey your thoughts and x amount of characters and things are lost in type you know you can't tell if somebody's being sarcastic you can't tell what their tone is you can't tell if they're being serious if they're being genuine so it is difficult in that way to like carry on real meaningful conversations and that's something that this community could have and at one point did have that's why i had the forum because it was basically unlimited and even though you didn't have all of the things that you would have you know if you're talking one-on-one you had a lot more because there there was no you know feed that was pushing all your conversations lower and lower there was no worry about if you weren't online you wouldn't see it you could log in and you know pages and pages of form and you could just have back and forth conversations during the fights we used to do that and it's just it's, it was easier to maintain but forms are old school now and attention spans are a lot lower so most people obviously aren't really into forums 
And the forms that you do see a lot of times, especially when it comes to combat sports, are utter garbage. I don't care if you're talking about huge forms that have 100,000 members or ones that have two. The fact of the matter is most of the time you're going to find just absolutely moronic stuff like Mike Tyson versus King Kong. I mean, you know, I may be going a little bit overboard, but it's just that kind of ridiculous stuff that people who are in the game for real don't have time for. Listen, I like bullshitting. You go look at my social media. Uh, Twitter, I use most of the time, at FightJunkie.com. And you'll see me bullshitting, making jokes, cracking. Of course, everybody has a little bit of time for that. But that's usually done in between or after, whatever the case is. But when you go to a forum and then you just, you know, you got to make sure you have good moderators. Look at Reddit, guys. Go to Reddit's like a giant forum, right? Go look at Reddit and all those things. And then I've tried posting on Reddit before and you got these crazy moderators and they don't like any self-promotion, which is anything. Basically, if I'm like, yeah, I like Wonderboy Thompson and then they're all, you know, getting, oh, I got these odds aside, whatever. It, it just, it becomes a hassle. And so so people that do this for a living or even make a good amount of money, even if they're hobbyists, whatever the case is, most of the time they're not going to want to jump through all these hoops to get it done. Again, if I was looking, I guess, for social media cred and trying to monetize a YouTube channel and trying to you know, throw in all the advertising, make money off of Anchor and all that, then yeah, of course, I would be looking, oh, you know, the best equipment and having guests on and having callers come in and all of this, 100%. And, and I'm not knocking people that do that. I'm just saying, that's that's not why I ever created the podcast. That's not why I've ever done what I've done for decades. Like I said, for I think it was 10 or 11 years, I ran my entire website, my own personal for free and then that doesn't even include all the years i was posting on all of these other people's forums or chat rooms or whatever the case was at the time giving out free information 100 100 free never asking anything i wasn't even asking people to go to my website nothing like no contribution whatsoever kind of like how i do on youtube right now I don't get paid one red cent. I don't have enough followers. I'm not monetized. None of it. So like when I take the time, whether it's 14 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour to do a podcast, I'm just doing it because it's something I want to talk about because I have a, a beat on one of the fights that I think maybe some people can make money on. And it's the same reason that I break it down both ways. Listen, I don't know what you're betting. I mean, people contact me and stuff, but I don't know everybody who's listening to this, what they're betting, what they like. So if I can help either side out the best that I can and say, oh, I think if Pettis wins, it would be this way. And if I think Wonderboy wins, it would be this way. And maybe you find a little nugget of information that helps you, that helps you with your bet or maybe narrows down what you were looking at betting, then, hey, that's what I'm here for. I, I enjoy doing it. But as far as having, you know, the guests on and everything, it would be way better if I had Mark on right now so he could explain it himself. Like, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I believe I'm pretty accurate with his with what I said um, after reading his tweets and talking to him about how he what he was looking at with Pettis and how he saw basically like the writing on the wall that it was inevitable that Pettis was going to win where I was just kind of like, oh, it was a guy who was losing. 
he ended up catching the guy and that was pretty much it not a big deal it happens it's a big upset I think you got to give props to Pettis 100% for moving up to 170 pounds and then in my opinion losing a fight and look like he was I don't know if he was going to get stopped again he was starting to breathe pretty hard we're at the end of the second and going into this I said what's his body going to look like how's he going to function in three four five we never got there but I think we were on the right track there. I think he would have started slowing down more. I think Wonder Boy would have started being uh, more aggressive and landing cleaner shots. And then who knows? Would Pettis have been able to do this in the fourth round, the fifth round? Was it just destined for him to land this punch? Or would he have continued to fade, had a harder time breathing? His punch output, his overall striking ability goes down. Wonder Boy either dominates him over five rounds or gets a late stoppage. It's possible, in my opinion, off of what I saw. Now, Mark would probably disagree because after the first round, he said, whoa, wait a minute. I see something here. And, and kudos to Mark as well. Like I said, there's many, many times where I see stuff that other people aren't necessarily seeing while I'm watching it. It's very rare for me and Mark not to see eye to eye. And maybe he's just he was just on another level when it comes to this fight. Maybe he truly saw something and I just didn't see it. That's why I thought I'd throw it out there. If you guys were watching the fight, did you see it Mark's way? Did you see like, you know, some some tide switch, some writing on the wall where you saw what Mark saw or were you playing it like how I was playing it where you thought the guy dominating just got caught and that happens. That's my position on it. And again, I don't want to put words in Mark's mouth, but I have to because I I don't have him on, so I kind of have to speak for him. And like I said, maybe in the future we'll see, but I would have to see real traction in all honesty, guys, with... Um, with YouTube and Anchor and the podcast, you know, uh, listens and the amount of views and, and subscribers and everything for me to take it to the next level. One, because I don't really need to. So it's not like I'm doing it for income. I understand the people that do have to do that or do want to do that or do want to have that for a career. Like, you know, I want to be a professional podcaster. Then 100% grind, grind, young man or woman, grind. But for me, this is kind of just a fun thing that I do on the side. And so for me to put any more extra effort in there and take away from other things in my life, I would have to make sure that it's worthwhile. And that's just real talk. And I'm sure everybody out there understands we've got, you know, a limited amount of time and you've got your lives outside of betting. And obviously when you're betting, that takes up a big portion. There's a lot of research that's involved. It can be very stressful when you have a lot of cards going on. You're talking across. I don't just bet MMA. So you've got boxing and all kinds of combat sports, different organizations within uh, the sport like Bellator and UFC and all these. Other, and don't even get me started on all the boxing fights. And then, you know, I still try to maintain a little bit on my own website, talk to the guys that are there. And then, of course, the social media. So for me to add any more, I'd have to be like, OK, do I want to take this to the next level? Is there really a demand for it? And I'm not asking you guys to blow up my channel or blow up my social media. I've been around forever. I'm not doing that. This isn't a, you know, a pity party or I need a GoFundMe account or anything like that. I'm just saying. In the future, who knows what will happen. I don't even know what will happen. So it's definitely possible that I go, you know what, I want to put a little more effort into this or I want to 
you know, have guests on or I want to have different opinions or maybe I want to monetize the channel or now I want to start doing ads or sponsorships or whatever the case is. I mean, really, we don't know where it's going to go. And that's kind of exciting, too. Like I said, even if you're not required to do it, even if you're not relying on it, that doesn't mean it can't be fun. It doesn't mean that it can't be improved either. Certainly, 100%. The one thing I probably just would never, ever do is edits because... One, I, I like the style of real. It's kind of like, you know, raw and uncut. That used to be a thing back in the day. I'm, I'm dating myself. But raw and uncut, and basically I just throw it out there. I mess up names. I'm spitting all over the mic. I'm stumbling and bumbling. But like I told you guys when I started it, that's how I would talk to you in real life. Well, I try not to spit in your face, but I would talk to you like this in real life. If, if we were sitting down... Uh, you know over dinner and you're asking me about fights this is exactly the person you would get there is no play here there is no lip service this is exactly how i am in real life just like you're hearing me in the digital world if you're sitting right next to me on the couch going hey what do you think about this wonder boy thompson um say um anthony pettis fight i would have said yeah he was getting dominated he was getting picked apart probably would have got stopped late nose was a problem leaking like a faucet landed a punch it happens now if mark was sitting next to me he would have came back with his argument just like we were on social media and said wait a minute i saw the writing on the wall and i would have been like you're crazy dude what are you talking about and it would have been all in fun and games because obviously when you're talking with somebody who's knowledgeable and stuff like that again just my personality you can bullshit around you can crack on one another and and again that's the other thing when we're talking about this podcast in reality if we're being real and i like to be real with you guys that's not acceptable in 2019 this pc world is not the world i grew up in so if you're if you're trying to you know monetize and you're trying to have advertisers and you're trying right how much do they going to want you to change how far can you push the envelope for them to still allow you to be sponsored by them allow them to advertise on your channel you know what i mean and i definitely don't want to change the type of person i am for some AdSense money or for some whitey tidy underwear sponsorship or something like that. So there's also that. So there's a lot to it. And and you guys know I started doing the other podcasts that were non-combat sports related. Some people liked those. Some people didn't like those. I haven't done too many of them. Not because people didn't like them or because people liked them or anything like that. I just haven't got around to doing it. But that kind of falls into that area where... If you're out there and you're relying on other people for your income, for your survival, do you have to conform? Like I could do a whole entire podcast on that. And it's not just about the digital world. It's about your real world, how you have to act, how you have to dress, how you have to behave with people. And so do you want to do that? Are you willing to do that? Are those the sacrifices you are willing to make? Some people have no choice. You got to pay the bills. You got to put food in your mouth. If you have family that you're taking care of, whatever your situation is, if you're in debt, whatever, everybody's situation is different. Some people don't have the options to kind of thumb your nose at the man and say, you know what, I'm going to run my show the way I want to run it. And like I said, when you're getting into the PC world now, there's a lot of times where depending on the generation that you're talking to, man, things that would roll off my back like water are so offensive to everybody. The professionally offended is what I call them. The people that seek, you know, 
to be offended that the victimology of I'm the victim, right? I, I'm I'm always the victim and somebody's always out to get me and somebody's always wrong and this, that, and the other. And that's a whole different can of worms that you're getting into. And you can see that with people who are outspoken, regardless of what your politics are, but you see that on the left, the right, even comedians. I mean, nobody is safe anymore when it comes to that. For me right now, it's not a big deal. Why? Because nobody even pays attention to this podcast, if I'm being real about it. Go look at my views on YouTube. Go look at all my views on the, on the, um, on the videos, each video. They're nothing. Literally, in the digital space, I'm like a speck of dust. So I can get away with talking to you how I talk to you and just spitting it out real because nobody cares. But you blow up to the Joe Rogan status or even people like Alex Jones, regardless of who you think is politics. Or you even saw that where the people were so mad that he had Alex on and, and he was like, wait a minute. I wanted to start a podcast so I could talk to people. Talk to people about politics, about hunting, about sports, about innovation, about DMT, about he just wants to talk to people. And there was a whole large segment of people that were so pissed at this man and calling him every name under the sun because of a guest he had on. That's the type of stuff that you could run into. And I'm not just saying that for me, like all of a sudden I'm going to blow up. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is like going forward in your careers in 2019, if it's something that relies on other people, other payments, some way that they affect your income, those are the things, unfortunately, that you have to look out for. So I got a little off topic there, but I just brought that up because when we were talking about, you know, improving or advancing even what I'm doing right here, it's not as easy as just saying, yeah, I'm going to do this and, you know, just do it. it now, I have to say that the difference, though, is if you're grinding and that's what you want to do, then yes, you should. Don't make excuses, right? The reason I'm making these excuses is because it's not necessarily something that I have to do or even that I want to do to go. I'm at this level. I want to take it to this level. If it's something that you want to do, regardless if it's podcasting or putting out YouTube vlog videos or becoming an exercise guru or branding your, you know, social media page to whatever you're selling, e-com, whatever it is, then you got to grind. Put your nose to the grindstone and don't use these type of excuses because if you really want to achieve something, you got to go get it. The difference is I'm not going to sit here and bitch and moan about my viewership or how low my channel is or any of this other stuff because I'm not doing the extra things that other people are to make their channels popular. And I'm not putting in that extra effort that other people are that makes things go viral or reaches a bigger audience or whatever the case is. But I don't bitch. I'm not going to bitch about it and say, oh, I can't pay my bills because my podcast isn't monetized. Guys, monetize. Go fund me. Guys, guys, I need a thousand viewers. I need 4,000 watch hours, guys. I got to pay my bills, guys. So don't do that. That's personal responsibility. Don't do that unless you're grinding, unless you're providing that value, unless you're doing what you're supposed to do and you're putting in the effort. Not bullshitting putting in effort where you go, I work 12 hour days and eight of the hours you're on Twitter. No, that doesn't cut it. If you're really doing it, really putting in effort, really providing value, it may take time, 
but the results will come. So that's the difference. I didn't want you guys to think that I wasn't having people on or I don't care about the channel or I don't care about the podcast or any of that. That's not true. It's just there's various degrees and I would have to see if I wanted, like I said, if it was worth my time, worth my while, worth everything to take it to another level where even just you think of a simple phone call with Mark. Yeah, but I have to set that up, right? He was kind enough to offer to come on the show. But what if he's not? What if it's another capper? Hell, maybe they don't want their business out there. You know what I mean? I, the whole format of the show would be, you know, am I intruding on these people's lives? Why do they want to come and talk to me? They may talk to me on social media. Why do they want to promote my channel? You know, that's how I look at things. Like, because I like to provide value to other people. Mark's just an awesome cat. Big supporter. Helps me out all the time. Great comments. Follows me. He's an awesome dude. So I'm not shocked that he would offer up and say, hey, I'd love to be a guest. Here's my number. Contact me. You know, we can chat. This, that, and the other. I'll come on. Uh, That's not surprising at all. He's just a cool cat. But, you know, I wouldn't want to feel like I was you know invading people's space or you know like I said the begging of come come because it's all about me all about me all about me you know make my channel bigger make my um, anchor listeners more so I can get more sponsors so I can get more money so I can do me 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 that's just not really the type of person I am would I shut it down of course not like if this got big overnight tomorrow and I was all of a sudden making a million dollars from my podcast I'm not gonna be like no I'm too good for this I don't even need this money so I won't accept it hell no I'm gonna take it but what I'm saying I'm not gonna just use people to get there I'm not going to make it out like I'm doing something more than what I am to try to trick people into coming on or promoting it or interacting with me or you know thumbs up and all that shit no if you guys like it cool I told you when we started a lot of you guys will like me and probably more of you won't like me and I'm okay with that but I just wanted to let you know that up front because I'm over here talking about Mark Crowley um and not having them on so I didn't want you guys to think it was some shady business where I can put words in his mouth only spit out my side of the story and never have the other guy on it's just a logistics thing right now and if I want to do it in the future if there's a demand for it and then I'll address it there and then and we'll see no promises either way you know I'm not going to say the podcast is never going to change and you won't ever hear ads or I won't ever be monetized because some of that is out of my control. Like if I got monetized, it would just be monetized. You could, I know you can turn it off and on, but you'd be kind of, you know, ignorant to not turn it on if it's available to be monetized. You know what I mean? I'm just saying if it gets there, it gets there organically and honestly. And then, of course, you're going to ride with it and you're going to always try to produce the best content that you can. I don't have a problem with that. But as far as, you know, making promises about what we're going to do in the future or having guests on or any of that stuff, it all sounds cool on paper. That's why like a lot of people like to say they're entrepreneurs or even like when we're capping right here, like to say they're cappers. But actually achieving it, going out and doing it and consistently winning or consistently working towards your goal as an entrepreneur is far different. I always say this, you could be sitting on the couch eating bonbons putting your face into chocolate ice cream and be like, yeah, I could beat Mike Tyson right now. But you got to actually get up off the couch and go do it. Totally different story. So I never want to mislead you guys and say, yeah, 
well, in the future, I'm going to have guests on, and I'm definitely going to bring Mark on, and, well, if I was monetized, I'd be able to do this, and if you guys bought my products, then I'd be able to do that, and, oh, I added the sponsorships in so I can do this, that, this, and the other. I'm not going to do that. If I add sponsorships in, it's because I wanted to add them in. Because either I use the product, they gave me the product, I like the product, they're giving me money, whatever the case is, you guys will know. Same thing with the monetization. That's kind of out of my hands. You guys actually control that. But if it ever gets monetized and I, I'm able to turn it on, I'll tell you, yeah, the videos are monetized now. So if you guys watch this, then I'm getting AdSense from Google. You know what I mean? Like, it's no hidden secret of how YouTube works. It's just a lot of people manipulate things, and I don't want to do that. So I always try to be straight with you guys. I know it's a, lot, a little long-winded here. We kind of morph from the fight into like my other videos where I talk about things that aren't necessarily fight related. But I just want to be transparent with that about Mark because he's a cool cat. I don't want to put words in his mouth. He can always comment down below. He usually comments on all the videos anyway. So make sure if you're listening to this on Anchor, go to YouTube.com uh, slash Fight Junkie 2006 in case Mark wants to respond or call me at a-hole for putting words in his mouth or something like that i don't think that's gonna happen but it could and that would that would require another podcast (laughs) but so you can see what's going on and you know when you guys connect with me on social media it's the same thing sometimes i'll mention you guys not by name but i do appreciate all you guys that contact me that dm me the comments on youtube I, i do try to um include some of your experiences what you saw how you saw stuff what you liked the stuff that you're talking about especially when it's fight related stuff and i even do that on the non-fight related stuff and that's another thing if you guys want me to go back to those videos and add more of those i certainly can do that i i don't know if that's a thing that you know some people didn't like the mixture some people like the mixture for me it all kind of goes hand in hand because my opinion, no matter what you do, it's very difficult to be successful if you have a certain negative mindset. And so to me, it was 100% relatable to capping and sports betting and even being an entrepreneur, which you could say a person that is sports betting for a living or a large portion of their income or even half or whatever the case is thinks differently and they act differently than your average nine to five person and so to me it kind of all wrapped it up nicely a nice little present with a bow on top and it all was related but i guess some people don't see that and they just want the fight content and that's cool the only thing i would say is like if i'm putting out other videos that you're not interested in that's all right guys like you i don't want to force you guys to listen to my blabbering if you just want the fight content by all means just click on the fight content and the opposite is true too if you think my fight content is utter garbage and you like the other content then click on the other content and watch that and at the same token if you think it's all bullshit then definitely don't subscribe to the channel or listen to it like i mean it's pretty common sense to me but you know some people it's a little bit more difficult to try to explain to them Uh, the way I think and how I'm trying to tie everything together they may not see it exactly how I see it the same way with me and Mark on the fight and I have no problem with disagreements guys there's lots of times where people will dispute my pick or they'll think that I got the right side but it's going to end a different way or maybe I'm totally off and that's cool it's just how you come at me with it you know that pretty much determines everything I don't have a problem with people having a different opinion I'm not always right I told you guys before I'm not perfect never will be and don't really strive to be in all honesty 
because why would you disappoint yourself constantly? So I just kind of roll with the punches and, you know, and talk to you guys like I would talk to you if you were sitting right here. And hopefully you guys like that. So, Mark, I know you're going to listen to this because I told you that I was going to do this post fight, um, post fight result thoughts podcast specifically because you forced me to I was I was debating if I was being real here I was debating if I was going to do it yeah it was a stunning knockout and it it did shock the world so I was thinking yeah really I got to talk about this a little bit right but when Mark came on with oh I saw this and I'm like I didn't see that and he's like oh I saw it this way and I'm like I didn't see it that way then I'm like, uh, nah, I got to do it. And he messaged me. He's like, I can't wait to listen to the Post Fight Thoughts podcast. And I'm like, yeah, you forced me to do one now, Mark. So thank you, Mark. I am now at the 35-minute mark of my life doing this Post Fight podcast because you saw something that I didn't. Anyway, guys, I appreciate all the support. If you want to follow up to this of me and Mark getting to fist the cuffs and we're going to have a pay-per-view boxing match, I will definitely let you know. But no, me and Mark are cool. And, and like I said, I have no problem with the disagreements. And I'm sure we'll be seeing eye to eye more often than not. But sometimes it happens. You know, sometimes we have opposite picks going in. Again, kind of rare, actually. But sometimes we do. And it's always cordial there. He'll say, you know, I like this guy because, and I'll say, I like this guy because, and then we see what happens. That's the thing with the ego thing I was talking to you about. These are the type of people, Mark is a perfect example of the type of person I like to connect with. Not because we get along all the time and we see everything eye to eye. It's because he's respectful. It's because we can be cordial about our differences. We don't have to jump in each other's throat. We don't get offended by when we're just uh, jerking off, making jokes and being funny on one another, even on social media, which is a little bit harder to tell, you know, if somebody's trying to be funny, but we pretty much know each other like that. And so those type of people are the people that I want to be around. And then when we get back into those videos where I talked about that aren't necessarily uh, sports related and betting related, it's the same thing, guys. You want to be around those type of people because those type of people will make you better. Mark has vast knowledge of betting. He's the type of person that will make me better and hopefully I make him better. And then you're just talking about you know of course you're going to get better when you bounce off knowledge and different opinions and stuff when you're sports betting it wouldn't matter if it's entrepreneurship you have somebody who's more knowledgeable in an area than you and maybe you're more knowledgeable in an area about them you don't have to be partners but you can be friends you can be cordial you can be acquaintances you can bounce shit off one another and improve both of your lives and that's the way i look at it so i know it gets a little you know yin and yang kind of like oh be peaceful this kind of thing whatever but the world is a lot like how you view it you know what i mean if if you view a certain situation negatively i'm almost certain guys it's going to give you what you want so you can look at it negatively and it can give you the negative or you can look at it positively and it can give you positive no not everything works that way and i'm not going to go into a big old speeches in this podcast because i've already talked too much as it is but obviously you know like we were talking about on paper things are easier said on paper than accomplished in real life so don't think i'm just sitting here go oh think positive and everything in your life works just perfectly that's not the real world either a lot of people a lot of gurus will try to make you believe that it's all sunshine rainbows and lollipops and if you've lived out in the real world you know that's not true but That doesn't mean that we all can't improve and that you can't tweak yourself. I don't care if you're 20 years old, 40 years old, 90 years old. 
well, 90 is getting a little old, but you can tweak yourself and try to improve yourself. And, and when you make those improvements, it doesn't matter if you're talking about quitting smoking, eating healthy, losing weight, um, having a better relationship with your kids, being better with your money, making better financial decisions, whatever it is. If you're honest with yourself and put in the effort, the odds are you're going to see some improvement. The problem is as a society here, we want instant gratification. See, now you guys got me thinking like, I really need to do another podcast because the old wheels in the mind are moving as slow as they are. They are moving. Appreciate the support, guys. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.